This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Jim. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's a great day here and uh, with Dickey Broadcasting, and uh, everything's going well, and the All Four Seasons Home Show continues to grow every week. It does, and we continue. And why does it continue to grow, Dan? We tell the truth. That's that. That's the biggest thing, I think. And then we have great guests that come on, and they share great tips with everybody. And really, Jim, I mean, we've been doing this so long, and we, right. we, we are experts on nothing. However, we do know a little bit about just about everything. A little bit of everything. knowledge is dangerous, Dan. Yeah, right? we know just a little bit about just about everything. Jack of now. all trades, a master of none, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, uh, yeah, we provide a lot of, all jokes aside, we provide a lot of great information every week, and we try to make sure we, we help you to make a good consumer decision, save money, and most of all, not get ripped off. There you go. You heard from Dan the Man. That's it, buddy. Okay, we've got a, a guest here who is not new to the All Four Seasons Home Show, and he was, he was such a wonderful guest the first time. We wanted to have him back again. And his topic is is extremely important. I mean, we you might say we've really warmed up to this guy because he's he, you know because he, he's really cool. And uh, we want to welcome back Ryan Zondervan from USA Insulation. Ryan, welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show, and thanks for coming out and spending time with us. Absolutely, my pleasure. I appreciate you guys uh, having me back on. Well, I know a lot of you folks have probably heard the advertising or seen on TV, U.S. Insulation. But for those of you who may want a little bit more information, Ryan, how about a personal bio on yourself, how you got into this industry, and how USA Insulation started? Sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, my career took a uh, strange path out of uh, college like a lot of people's did. And uh, but one of my first main jobs out of college was I was working for a home builder, um, Unfortunately, 2008 happened, and uh, they were a private builder, and although a very large one, it, uh, by 2010, it was gone. And uh, so I got into some uh, health care, some different things, and just really uh, wanted to get back after about four or five years into uh, this home building arena. I really liked helping people with their houses, building houses, um, but I also wanted to do something on my own. Um, and so I, I looked at some franchises and ran across USA Insulation. Uh, so I thought, you know, man, I really know about insulation. I used to build houses. It turns out I didn't know anything <laughs> about insulation at the uh, at the time, but it, it started me down this this journey. Um, yeah, you know, the company's been around for 35, 36 years now. Uh, we started it here in Atlanta about eight years ago, and um, it's it's been great and everything I was uh, was hoping for. Well, that's great. That's great, and and. You know, to me, I mean, as as a as a layperson, not knowing that much about it, um, uh, there's different kinds of insulation. Talk about the different types of insulation, the pros pros and cons of each, because I'm sure everybody's thinking, well, they've seen the rollout information, they've seen the 
the, infra, the the insulation that you spray in the walls. They've seen the insulation that you blow in the attic. What what would kind of clear up the the mystery of all that? For sure. Us. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you've hit the nail on the head. There is a lot of different options. Um, you know, so everybody usually remembers the old Pink Panther commercials where you know you're rolling out uh, the, the insulation. That's still a thing. Um, fiberglass insulation is is used a lot in, especially the walls, that rolled type insulation, the walls of new construction. Um, you've got the blown-in fiberglass, um, which you see typically up in, in your attics. What you're seeing a lot now is you're moving to a lot of the foams. Um, and whether it's a spray foam uh, for uh, kind of new construction, there is injection foam for existing um, walls. But the foams are essentially seal everything up. And, you know, we've really learned a lot over the last how many ever years of, of building. And, and by 2011, they've really increased the uh, energy codes in building. And all, all has to do with stopping the air coming in, not just the type or the amount of insulation that you, you have. So it, it's, you know, there's foams. There is blown in. There's fiberglass. Um, there's cellulose. There's a number of different things. And the reality is all of them have their purpose and there are times when certain are appropriate and there's other times when, you know, um, a different one is. And, and it's it's tough for a homeowner to know. Um, and so they really need, you know, somebody to come out, kind of explain those things, see what they have and tell them, hey, here are your options and um, kind of what, what works best for you. You know, this may be a tough question and maybe a dumb question, but... You know, when you're trying to think about insulating your home, and maybe you can't do it all at one time because of the expense, whatever the situation is, I mean, what do you feel like is the most effective thing to do? Is it your attic? Is it the walls? Is it, you know, I mean, obviously we, we do garage doors and front doors. Those things are important too. Windows, right. um, caulking, you name it. What I mean, how do you prioritize something like that if you can't do it all at once? Right, yeah, and it's a great question. I mean, it's, it's not, um, you know... <laughs> Nobody thinks about insulation very often, right? It's uh, it's not something we certainly we grew up thinking about or, or talking about. Um, and a lot of my answers are going to be it, it it depends because there are so many scenarios. But as a general rule, down south, you, you know, you have your your attics, you have your walls, and then you have your your crawl space if uh, basement if you have them. That's going to be the least important here. Doesn't mean it's not important, but if you're going to get rid of one, that's the first one. We were up in Minnesota with a cold as, as much as it is. Maybe it changes, but your crawl space in the middle of the summer, 60-something degrees down there, trying to keep your house at 70 degrees, that insulation, you're not stopping a whole lot of heat loss or gain between that. Um, the wintertime, certainly it, it does help. Um, if you've got a really old home that has nothing in its walls, um, and anything built before 1960 has nothing in it, where, unless it's been renovated, it has nothing in it. If it was built in the 60s, it's about 50-50 whether it has anything. Generally speaking, that's going to have your, your biggest impact. Anything older or, excuse me, newer than, than that, typically your attics are, you know, if you're going to start with one, that's kind of the, the top place to go. But there's a number of factors that could change that for each house. But as a general rule, that's kind of how you're going to look at it. You know, the other thing I've noticed, too, and just, again, doing the garage doors and seeing some new homes going up and you know 
sometimes they put the the thinnest amount of insulation in those walls. I mean, it just so they can technically say they've got something in there. I mean, it might be an R one or two or something like that in those walls. Yeah, I mean they they've they've gotten better over the years since two thousand and eleven. They you know. Uh, and, and really since 2020, they really updated them again in 2020. But since 2011, builder grade, which normally does not uh, give you any envisions of, oh, that's top of the line or that's great, right? <laughs> it's usually like the bare minimum not to be sued. Right. Uh, for insulation today, it actually is not that bad. They have to seal up a number of different things with cans of foam and stuff like that. So, um, you know. Is there improvement areas to improve? Absolutely, um, but anything pre two thousand and eleven, that's when you get into some some real challenges. There's not that you know they've updated the amount of insulation that's needed, but so the older you get, the less it has, and there was no um, stopping of the airflow back then. They didn't think about it. They didn't care. In an average house built before two thousand eleven is the equivalent of having then if you add up all the little gaps and cracks around the 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 house it is the equivalent equivalent of having a seven foot by five foot window open all year round i mean it's pretty amazing how inefficient that that is you know that 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 what i always get in the garage door business is especially from people from the north is you know it just doesn't get that cold here Mm -hmm. and and i go yeah but it gets pretty hot here and you're running that AC unit all day. You want that thing to shut off sometime and, and keep the keep your cool air in in the summertime. So I think that's something that, unfortunately, people just, the mindset isn't isn't correct down here. Correct. Yeah, I mean, it's a, when you think about it, uh, typically in the summertime, people think, oh, if my house is hot, I need new windows. And, you know, maybe the, but it is, there's a reason why the insulation, the, the tax credits next year are going to give you $1,200 back, uh, up to $1,200 back for insulation. It's only $600 for, for walls. The whole purpose of it is to make a house more energy efficient, right? So the government's going to offset some of those costs. They're not going to save a lot of money with the, the windows or nearly as much money as you do with, with insulation. So it has a huge impact in the summer, um, just like it does um, in the winter. Hmm. Wow. Well, you know, it's like, Dan, like you just brought up, it's easier on the air conditioner too, right? The HVAC units, they don't have to work as hard in the, in well, the winter or the Well, I think that's a huge summer. thing. I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to get into my story, Jim, that you've probably heard about 300 <laughs> times over the years. I'm not going to get into it right now. I'll get into it after the break. I know we're, yeah. we're getting, we're getting really close right now, yeah. but um, I, it's just a big deal down here in that summertime, getting so hot, and, and you can really save some money on your energy bills if if you will insulate and insulate properly. And, and I know the other thing, I mean, I've done this stuff enough, I've talked about it enough, you know, just caulking those little tiny spots in the house, the outlets and the walls and, and things like that with just a little insulation or a little bit of caulk to go with it is kind of the cherry on top of this stuff to kind of finish it off. and. And again, garage doors, front doors, windows, you know, there's there's a lot of different different areas that you can, you know, really make your home a lot more energy efficient. Absolutely. And insulation is probably at the top of the list, right? Well, I think you got to start there, right? I mean, you got to start with the insulation. But again, then if you want to piece this thing together and really do it right, I mean, I think about in the garage, right? You know, I think about what's in those walls because, hey, I could put the best insulated garage door in there, too. And if that wall has nothing there. 
we're still losing there. So, you know, there's a point where you kind of want to match your walls with right. your garage door right, right, or, right. or whatever. So, you know, yep. you could triple layer windows, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe you don't really need the triple layer. A double will <laughs> do just well, fine. Well, folks, if you want to save money and be more comfortable, don't go away because Ryan's got even more tips for you. We'll be right back. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkus, and Dan and I both want to remind you to download the Extra 106.3 FM app to stream live seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Right, Dan? That's right. You don't have to worry about being near a radio. You can just stream and be right on your right, right on your smartphone. So it's a, it's a good thing to do. The Extra X. The, the letter X, T-R-A, extra 106.3 FM. Now, back to our guest, Ryan Zondervan from USA Insulation. Uh, Ryan, you know, can the traditional insulation help reduce the required size and cost of my HVAC equipment? Isn't that an interesting question? No, it's a great, uh, that's a great question. There is, um, the answer is yes. How much depends on the type uh, of insulation that we're going to do, whether it's traditional or, or spray foam, but there is, it's called a manual J, but the HVAC guys have to, when they are sizing their units, there's a whole calculation that they do that includes their ductwork size, all that, but it's the type of insulation that's in the house. Um, and so based on that, it can change the amount. So if somebody has a three and a half ton unit, or uh, just for example, after getting an upgrade, sometimes a three ton, maybe even a two and a half ton in certain cases is all that's required, uh, which can be a lot less money when they when they um, change that out. Um, and that's all it's gonna take to keep their house comfortable at that point in time. But you know what people need to remember is you can have, the, you, you can spend a fortune on the most efficient HVAC unit with what, what they call it, SAR, SAR, or whatever rating. Sears, I think. Sears, it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you don't have if you don't have good insulation, it doesn't make any difference how efficient your air conditioner is, right? Well, and it's, that's what I was getting into a little bit too, and I didn't even bring up the HVAC, but I mean these these are things that all work together, uh, and as part of the house to make it make things more energy efficient, and and some of these things cost a lot of money, and some of them don't cost as much money, and you know I think in general though mm -hmm. when you when you're kind of putting the pieces of the puzzle together, you want to think about all these things and. Um, you know, I know you can only afford so much. So times maybe you put a plan together and you, you know, hey, this is what we're going to do this year. This is what we're going to do next year and and so on. And, and, you know, within a few years, you've 
really cut down on your energy bills, and they continue to rise with this uh, oh, you know, administration. I mean, it's it's just oh my everything in the energy field is just go, you know going through the roof. And imagine what it might be like, Jim, in another two or three years with right, these people. Right. So, yeah, you know, it's it, it it's quite a you know nobody wants to do insulate nobody thinks about it it's not like you know you buy new cabinets right it's you get not show. sexy it is not <laughs> sexy at all you know it's you not why you got into this yeah right you know i mean it's just uh i mean nobody and it's brags. not visible it's not visible yeah. like windows or cosmetic and front doors and hvac units and that type of thing it, exactly and here's the reality there is only one thing that uh, people can do with their house that will save them money for the rest of the life of that house and that's insulation. If you don't touch the insulation, it's going to be there forever, right? So that HVAC unit, you might save, the, I mean, they're always new and better and great. You're going to have to replace that HVAC unit at, at some point in time. Those doors, those windows, like, I don't know how long it will be, but it is going to break down at some point. Whereas the insulation, if you're using the proper products and they're not, you're not getting rid of them or, or you know, traipsing through your attic and that sort of thing, it will continue to save you money and keep you comfortable for literally the life of the the home. So it, from that perspective, it's extremely important. But to try to get people to spend a dollar there sometimes versus you know on those new cabinets can be can be tough. That's well, always you know a lot more fun. You know what's ironic is insulation is probably right at the top of the pyramid when it comes to you know making your home more comfortable and energy efficient. Yet it's probably the least expensive than windows or HVAC units, right? It's probably, your ROI is probably better on the insulation. Oh, there's nothing um, better than insulation when when done properly, especially depending on, you know, the older a house gets. I mean, when we get into these houses that were built, you know, 1950s, 1940s, and literally have nothing in their walls, and we uh, inject our, our foam from the outside Over into there those on walls. the Marietta Square, right? <laughs> All those historical homes. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> speaking of Marietta Square. There, we did one there, and he the winter prior, his bills were nine hundred and fifty. Now, this is a big house, a very big house. Sounds like your house, Jim. <laughs> nine hundred fifty bucks. He sent me then the following January. He sends me what his bill was. It was three hundred and seventy dollars. Wow, and just. You know, so I mean, it can make a huge, huge impact. And you know, I I know you're talking about these really old, and that might be terrible. But I'm uh, there. There was not. I mean, you said 2010. Maybe some things changed with some newer homes, but that leaves a whole lot of homes that were were not good. And my my house, my old house, was built in I think '83. Yep. There was nothing in there, and and I again I, I tell you I'm going to tell this story again for the 300th time here, Jim. Right. But people love to hear you tell stories. <laughs> but I think it's it it was a huge one for me. Um, I just did my garage right. I mean, I put in the the insulated garage doors, and I thought, oh, you know, let me put the insulation in the walls, you know, the surrounding walls, the ceiling, um, and and the difference. I mean, what I was paying in the summertime that four or five hundred dollars was a lot, right? The July and August was hot months. Right. And when I got done with this, and I did have an energy efficient unit as well, I mean, my bills went down to a hundred bucks, even during those months. And I just thought to myself, why didn't I do this sooner? Because it, you know, I lived in that house for 10 years before I did that. And it, it was just unbelievable. You had the room above was always a, a little bit cold. And now 
Yeah. It was just like the rest of the house. So, you know, those are the kind of things. Don't just think, hey, it doesn't get that cold here. Um, and it does get cold here sometimes. If you it's got going no down in the 20s sometimes. Yeah, yeah you're still going to lose it in the winter. I mean, you, you've, you've got eight months here where you're really going to benefit. You might have four months that are kind of mild and it's not as big a deal, but you're really going to benefit. I, everybody, even in the north, right? they got four months that are kind of mild, right? Correct. I yeah. mean, they're just different months. Yep. Well, there you have it, folks. You just heard a, a, a real-life testimonial from Dan Watkins <laughs> on insulation. Go get your house insulated. Yeah, it, it is. You know, you're right on the money. It's it, A lot of times you look at it, um, so think about a cooler, okay? And if you um, just put your favorite six-pack out on your driveway in the box that it comes in, it's not going to take real long for that to warm up in, in the summertime, right? If you put it in a cooler... And you don't put ice in it, right? So you don't have supplied heated and air into it. But it, think about how much longer it will take just that to for that to heat up. And then when you have your supplied heating and air, it, your ice in this case, it's going to stay cold for significantly longer. So there's there's different levels when you do your garage and you put your insulation in there. If you don't have your supplied heating and air, it, it's significantly better than having none once you put that in there too if you're going to then you know it takes it all the way so it's all this stuff helps all of it matters and cold is relative dan you know i mean it's a i laugh here it gets to 32 degrees and and my guys are like hey is this safe to be working in this environment whereas you know i call the home office in cleveland and they're like dude it's five degrees and snowing and we're outside today I'm like, right. so it, it is all relative yeah well, is air is air quality improved or affected at all with a properly insulated house does that have is there anything to do with that yeah and they've done a number of studies some really cool studies on it too from um Uh, the Mayo Clinic's um, uh, hospital system uh, up north. And and forgive me, I don't have the exact details, but essentially what happened was they took a, um, so many kids were having health issues um, and they thought that a lot of the air and quality was was a part of it. So they took a hundred, how many ever people it was, they didn't do anything with those houses. Then with the others, they air sealed those houses up, put insulation in, and then the amount of days missed for the kids that their houses were not ast- uh, missed school, excuse me, was astronomically higher than the ones that had their houses upgraded. The amount of sick days, the amount of hospital or uh, uh, not hospital bills, but uh, doctor bills uh, for the two was was mind blowing. How big of a difference there was, and if you think about it, if you know in that said earlier, you've got a seven foot by five foot window open all year long when you have all these little small gaps and cracks. And what, not to get too technical, but you essentially are get think of it like a chimney effect, right? Like, so your, your, your smoke's going out the top and it's kind of pulling the air from inside your house and up. And that's how that works. The same thing's happening from a house. So all those little tiny holes at 35 square feet that's open all year round is pulling all that outside air in. And with that comes all the pollen, the dust, all the stuff that generally has given people a, a problem. So when you seal all that up, your indoor air quality uh, increases significantly. Well, it's allergies, right? I mean, this mm-hmm. place is terrible for allergies. Right. I mean, this this entire area, and you see so many people that are struggling with allergies at different times of the year. Well, there's sure another example, Dan. We talked about it before, about how when you listen to the All Four Seasons Home Show and you bring these these experts in – 
you find out things that you don't normally find out. I know people, when they think of insulation, well, I'm going to be more comfortable. There's energy savings. But I bet they didn't know about air quality until Ryan just explained it. Well, I, I, I would agree. And, you know, I listen, in general, this is, of course, a generalization, but, you know, your women in the house, they usually want something, you know, when they're buying, they want something that looks good. They can see it. They want, you know, and then the guys are usually, hey, what's that cost? You know, something like insulation. They see some value there because they know the savings is there, too. So it's not sexy, but it, it is effective. And, and right. if you want to if you want to save some money, you're right. It's not it doesn't break bank. I mean, when you know a lot of this, obviously, you can take it to a certain level. Right. And and go crazy with it. But you, you probably for a pretty affordable price, you can you can make a pretty big impact on these homes. It's huge. And, you know, since the pandemic, what's what's been happening so many more people are working from home right so because of that they're starting to see that i mean when you left during the day during the summer or the winter like you didn't realize how hot or cold your house was because you bumped up the temperature you didn't care now all of a sudden they're home and they're realizing wait a minute it's really hot in the house or really cold and it's costing me a heck of a lot more money because i'm setting it at 72 instead of 78 or whatever the case may may be and so you know there's that comfort issue in the savings issue and and since then we've just you know everybody's business in the insulation business has has increased because it's becoming so important for people now that we're staying at home and you deserve to be comfortable in your home right i mean it's it's the most expensive thing you're probably going to own in your entire life unless you're bill gates and you know you're spending the most amount of time there why in the world don't you deserve to be comfortable in it Absolutely, yeah. Well, the other thing, too, and I, I'd ask, because I've had some people on here with windows. I know from a door standpoint, you know, some people don't don't live in a neighborhood. Maybe they live off of a street. I mean, is this something that can actually cut down on some of the outside noise outside just by insulating the home? Yeah, I mean, so there is um, one of the cool things. One of our products is an injection foam for the exterior walls, for existing walls, right? So some of these old ho- houses that have nothing in their walls, I mean, it, you might as well, the people walking on the street might as well be in their living room with them. And, you know, so that product, when you have an empty cavity, it reduces sound by up to 80%. So it's it's not the reason why most people buy it. It's an ancillary benefit. But I tell you what, it is one of the biggest compliments that we get after the fact they're like holy cow i can barely hear anything anymore um and all the different types of insulations have varying degrees of that but absolutely i mean it's it's very much a sound does uh, any of that help with like pests pests and stuff you know because i mean if you've got the house pretty much sealed and insulated and all that isn't that going to discourage or not make it so easy for insects to come in and that kind of thing yeah i mean you think about it it's the more you know, we can seal up a house in the proper way, the less areas are going to be able to, I mean, if you have your windows open, right, pests can get in really easy. Uh, if you have it shut, it's going to be, so when we shut all those little spots around the, the house, you're getting a lot less in. Dan, don't you dare start talking about the squirrel story again. Mm-hmm. I know. Dan's got a squirrel story. I was story. thinking about it. <laughs> I was thinking about the attic too. Um, and I won't get into that story right now, but... <laughs> But I did. It made me think about the attic. And so when we're, you know, we're trying to decide how much insulation to put in our attic. I mean, what are you recommending? Um, How high do we go? Right. I mean, you you pile this stuff in there. I mean, what do you what do you think is a good 
I don't know, an R value to try to get to or or a certain just how many inches high? I mean, is there a, a standard rule of thumb to this? Yeah, there there is, and it's a great question. The you know, so and let me just back up. R values, all that means is a resistance to heat. Okay. So if uh, the the colder it is, think about it like a, a winter coat. Okay. So if it's zero degrees outside and you go out in your little windbreaker, that windbreaker doesn't have any R value, no resistance to heat. You, you're not going to be able to stay out there very long. You got a big, huge, heavy coat on, right? That has more R value, more resistance to heat. So you can stand out in that, that cold a lot longer. Um, the, the second component, by the way, of insulation is then um, using that same jacket analogy is, is the airflow in and out. We've talked a little bit about that. So you think about it, I don't care how big and heavy that jacket is, zero degrees outside. If you don't have it zipped up, what's happening? All that cold air is coming in, you're, you're freezing. And what do we all do when we get cold? We go outside and we're cold, right? We're, we're pulling up that, that jacket, zipping it all the way up, trying to pull it tight, getting our, you know, uh, make sure there's nothing coming in uh, under our sleeves, that sort of thing to stop that air. But so those are kind of your two components. So to answer your question, the R value that we do in our attics here, um, it, code used to be R30 until 2020. We had always recommended a 38. That is now code. Once you get past that, you're really getting diminishing returns. It doesn't get hot enough. You know, I mean, if you put R1000, which would be insane, but like there's not enough heat transfer to, for it to, to stop. So the farther north you get, the farther cold it gets. If you're negative 20 degrees and you're trying to keep your house at 72 degrees, it's a 92 degree differential, right? So you need more insulation there. Um, so up north, a little bit higher, but here 13, 14 inches is basically what an R38 is. And, and that's what we typically recommend for fiberglass. Yeah, I mean, I, I I touched on it a little bit earlier on on just you know that you gotta you, you can go beyond right where you know people sure. that want the best out right. there and there there is a point too where you can go a little a little crazy on some of this stuff and you know I just think matching the walls and the ceiling or whatever I mean if you can kind of be consistent with at least what you're doing or if you want to spend that bunch of money at least do it everywhere to make sure you're getting the value out of it if you do the triple pane windows and you don't have any insulation in your walls you're really just not doing yourself any favors no not at all and you know it's so spray foam for an attic is it kind of shows the difference of why our value is not the only thing that is important anymore a lot of i mean that's what we heard for years that's all we knew right and so we'll still hear that a lot well i need more our value so the code for fiberglass traditional insulation is an r38 when we use spray foam we only have to be at an r20 okay so here and spray foam works better than your traditional insulation. So if it was all about our value, they would both either have to be 20 or 38, right? So clearly something else is is impacting how effective it is. And what it is is that airflow that you can't, that air doesn't escape out. It stays within the home. So, you know, an example we use is a front door and a back door being open at the, the same time. Even on a non-windy day, you get a nice little breeze through there, right? And if it's a real windy day, what's going to happen? one of those suckers is going to slam shut. So it, with insulation, it's kind of the same thing. We want to shut a 
door, so to speak, up above. So that's what happens. So the more we can shut it, the more we can keep our, our nice conditioned, expensive air inside where it, it belongs. Well, will, tra- will traditional insulation lose its R value? In other words, let's say you, you build a custom home and you build it 20 years ago or whatever, and you put the right insulation there. Doesn't that kind of settle? I mean, you just can't assume that your insulation that you have in your house to begin with is going to be good 20 years later, right? Doesn't it settle? It, it, yes and no. So it depends on the product. Um, so there are, and certainly anything 70s, 80s, older houses, that stuff all settles. But now the way that they design the insulation, you can still get that old lower end product that is going to sell, settle. So it's great for today. Or you can use a higher end um, fiberglass. You know, they're spinning these. It, it, fiberglass is just sand and glass spun together, and they're using lasers and all this stuff. I don't even understand at, at this point. But it's not the old itchy, scratchy stuff. And that stuff, if you're using that, that's guaranteed not to settle. So if it's installed correctly, it will. But it all just depends on on what you're getting. So if you're going typically with your uh, lowest end products, it's going to be fine for today um it's just how you know 15 years down the road you're going to be it's going to lose its 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 our value and you're going to be doing it all over again yeah that spray foam and it, it, it it's just like your jacket right you're talking about the jacket i mean that that's the point of that stuff it's just when there's no way to get that airflow you know through through those areas because it's so tight right i mean that's that's kind of what you're talking correct about. yeah i mean that's absolutely and, and people get a little nervous about that right because everybody's heard the old adage well a house has to breathe and, and there's some truth to that what we want in a house you do have to have air exchanges in that uh, in the house if you had no outside air coming in you would create problems in a in a house but you don't want um uncontrolled outside air coming in right you we shut our windows because we know that's smart if we want to heat and cool our our house um so we don't want any of the uncontrolled outside air getting into to the house we only want the the controlled air so with spray foam even though we're we're sealing up all those vents and and things like that it's designed to be that way um and we there's there's ways to make sure that it's the correct application for each house yeah i have a question on the spray foam i know that you it's i I can understand how you spray the walls and it fills up on the walls is spray foam foam applicable in the in the attic it is yes yep so the spray foam is you have to remove if if we're talking about an uh, an existing home with existing insulation we're going to remove all the insulation on the floor of the attic first um, and you have to do that because we're going to semi-condition that, that attic space. So you hear a lot of people like, well, can I just have double the insulation? Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way, and you're going to get mold, mildew, those types of things right. up in your attic if you do that. But so we remove all of that stuff first, and then you're spraying the roof line of your of your attic. So now your attic is going to be about you know, 10, 12 degrees warmer or colder, depending on the time of the year, than what you set it down below. So in the summer... Instead of being 120, 30 degrees when you go up there to change out your filter on your uh, system, it's going to be, you know, 82, 85 So it's not degrees. on the rafters. It's on the roof. It's on the roof rafters, okay, not and, on the floors. And there's nothing on the floor because you're removing the insulation. But that is the, correct. But what you spray on the roofs, that's interesting, Dan. Yep. You know? 
Well, uh, I, I, you know, again, this is kind of what I did in my garage in the walls, and, and and there was already drywall there, right? I mean, so you guys can, you know, you guys can put holes in there and pump this stuff in there, right? Even though... Correct, yeah. You know, I mean, we it, can do it from the inside, but a lot of times what we do is from the outside for um, the injection foam. So we're drilling through the mortar of the brick. We're pulling siding, drilling behind that. I mean, there's um, essentially any application we can do from the outside and, you know ideally you don't know we've been there the, the the before and after for you know uh you get your yard done like it's you know ugly and, and pretty right ugly and pretty a before and after for us on on that type of foam is here's your house before and after it looks the exact same that means we did a great job you didn't even know that we were there but you're certainly feeling it on the inside well, well, you know, we're not too far away from a break here, Dan, but boy, what an interesting show, huh? Well, it's enlightening. Know, yeah, you, you think insulation is not that exciting, but today it is. <laughs> well, I love his word pictures, too, the way he talks no, about the jacket. Right. The way he explains it is, you know, it kind of it kind of gets right to the point, you know. You know, it does help people to understand this stuff. When and, you can... and if you're just tuning in and wondering, what the hell are we talking about? We're here with Ryan Zondervan from U.S. Insulation, talking about the benefits of insulation in your home, the company. Comfort, the energy savings, the air quality, and he's not through, so don't go away. We're going to go into our last segment. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearchus, and I want to remind you that the Extra 106.3 FM is simulcast, which means if you're out there in the hinterland and your signal's a little weak, you can also pick us up on 1230 a.m., as well as 106.3 FM. All the past shows are on the Extra 106.3 FM website for you to to uh, sort out and uh, peruse, right, Dan? Topics, you name it, we got it, right? We got them all, Jim. We, we got them all. And uh, we're also out on podcasts, right, Dan, on the three podcasts, Apple, Google, and Spotify? There's no excuses, Jim. There are <laughs> no excuses, and we accept no excuses here at the All Four Seasons Home Show. That's why we have the best here just like you know, if you're just joining us, boy, I tell you what, you need to go back and and listen to this show because you missed some good things. But we got one more segment here. We're here with Ryan Zondervan of USA Insulation. Uh, Ryan, welcome back. And uh, you know, I know that we want to talk about uh, some some things with insulation. What if what if insulation gets wet? Does it need to be removed or can it dry out? What what happens? Yeah, a little bit depends on what type of uh, insulation it is, but for the most part. All of it's going to be okay if it's um, for a short period of, of time. 
um, the longer it sits there, then it starts breaking it down. But if, if you just get a small roof leak, um, you guys catch it quickly. I mean, generally speaking, you're not going to have to to remove that once it, it dries out. Is insulation a food source, food source for mold? Great question. So uh, some can be. Uh, the products that most people use, certainly the products we use, is is not. Uh, and I would say, you know, this day and age, the companies out there that will use some really inferior products like that, that thankfully there's not a whole lot of those around anymore. It still can happen, but not often. Um, I, I just want to talk about the process of this. I, I call you out to the, to my house. How are you pricing this stuff out? Meaning, I mean, is this like a square footage type thing? How do you know how much, you know, behind some of these walls? How, how do you know how much product you're going to use? I mean, um, I don't know, just take us through that process a little sure. bit. And then once we get the installation, uh, h- how long can we expect? What's the, what's the process like? I mean, is it going to kind of bother us in the home and we're going to have to be out of the home all day? I mean, don't talk, me, sure. talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah. The, uh, so here's the, the, the unique thing about, uh, so for us specifically, but this, there's so many different types of insulation. And like I said before, there's, there's not a one size fits all, you know, companies that only do spray foam magically when they go out, every house they, they go to need spray foam. Ones that only do fiberglass magically, they only, you know, you don't need anything but that. The reality is it all depends on the situation, what you have, what you're trying to, uh, to achieve. Um, and so the best thing to do is when we go out there, other companies go out, we'll sit down with you for about an hour. It's a much more consultative approach. It is not to sit there and try to, to sell you on the one product we have because we do them all. And so it's a matter of, okay, what do you have going on? What are you guys trying to accomplish? You're going to live here for six months or 600 years? You know, I mean, those all are going to change kind of what's going on. Then we're going to look at what exactly you have after we hear about that. Determine, you know, here's what we're seeing. Here's how little, here's how much, uh, the good, the bad, the ugly. And then based on that, we're going to give you whatever options you, you may have. So it's, you know, you guys could have the exact same house, but you're going to live there forever. You know, and Jim, you're moving, you know, next week. The the chances of you guys wanting or needing the same thing are, are slim to, to none at that and, point. And sort of that, I mean, I know there's the spray foam, there's, you know, the, the blown in, you know, all this different stuff. But mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, are you, well, in my wall, you have the ability to put six inches in it, but but you might just choose to put three inches. I mean, is that is that even a yeah for a the thing? for the walls? It's not because you would have to fill it up. Um, you know, so it'd be right. really hard. So, to so only you want to fill that wall up for Correct. sure. Yep, and it's specifically with an existing uh, wall with drywall and everything in place for an attic. Technically, you could. You shouldn't. You can't. You're not supposed to by law. So we are required to uh, put in at least whatever the the minimum code is. Okay. So right now code is an R38. So whether you have three inches, ten inches, we have to bring you up to basically a 13, 14 inches worth of insulation. You can get companies out there that will only put in half. Um, it's not something that we do, and it's not something that most people do um, because again, it, it's to meet the bare minimum. Why, you know, and again, builder grade isn't usually the top of the, the line. Why would you want to put in half of what the bare minimum is? is You're already there to, doing the work. Right? Yeah. Like, it's, you know, it's like, man, look, 500 bucks, that doesn't do anything. Costs a heck of a lot more than $1,000 that's going to save you money, right? Like, uh, so it, it, it's kind of relative from that perspective. And and then again, the, the process, it's, the, it's our day to 
have the installation what uh what should we expect I yeah mean, is this all day is this a couple hours what you know yeah. I, I know some jobs are bigger than others. i, I know of course, it, but. you know it's a common theme it depends but i mean it, so the reality is you know if it's um spray foam is the only one that people are supposed to be out of the uh the house for okay so because when it's being applied we have to be in a full suit full gear um as it's being applied, there uh, can be some health risks if you're breathing in some of the particles while it's it's being sprayed. When done right, that risk is is negligible, but it's it's still a serious thing because not unfortunately, you guys could buy a spray foam rig today and, and spray it tomorrow, and nothing in Georgia is going to stop you unless other than insurance, um, which is a really scary thing. All the other products, you can be home. There's no issues with being home at all. Um, most most of our installs are a day, um, but you do get into a couple of big. We got into one that was a five-day. It was a huge, massive house that we were doing outside into a little bit of everything. Um, but typically one day is is on average. Sometimes it's a half a day if it's just the attic. Um, but pretty, pretty easy, quiet process um, for the most part. Right, right. Well... You know, that's. Uh, I, I know during the break you said you'd like to have you have a special offer for the All Four Seasons Home Show audience. Let's hear it. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, everybody's really excited about 2023 having these new um, energy tax credits, um, and so for insulation it's twelve hundred dollars. Um, the government's going to give you back. And that's uh, definitely passed, right? That's going to happen correct. in 2023. Gonna, absolutely, it's going to continue on. Here's a cool part. You can do something in 2023, and then in 2024, it starts all over. In the past, it had been you used it once, and it was gone. Oh, cool. They're not doing that now, and I don't read six years, something. It's a long period of time that this thing is in place. So you can get up to $1,200 back. Um, so what we're going to be doing for any of your listeners is, uh, for anybody that's doing a whole home insulation package, we're going to match that twelve hundred dollar um, tax credit that they're going to get because they're not going to get that till two thousand twenty four when they do their twenty three taxes. So you're going to get your twelve hundred dollars from us right away. Wow! And how do they get in contact with you? So they call our uh, office at six seven eight six four seven one four one four, or they can always uh, visit us online at uh, USA Insulation dot net, and that's insulation like your attic. It's hard to enunciate installation and insulation but uh um yeah either one of those two and then go online and sign up uh for us to give them a call there too thank you ryan for being with us dan thank you for sponsoring the show folks join us next saturday morning at nine o'clock with another great topic and an interesting uh uh company that's going to save you money and keep you from getting ripped off have a wonderful week marketing is everywhere from the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone We are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a Mad Men's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. This morning in the Atlanta airport, No one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. 
The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.